Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Welcome into the Diva's Dish podcast. I am Cherie Taylor along with my co-host. Elise Riley. And woo, we have a lot to dish. This is the stuff that divas live for. The topics today, the Met Gala and beyond. But don't worry, darling, we're going to mention Harry Styles as well. Mm, because it's Harry and I love him. <laughs> it's Harry, who, by the way, is not that Harry. He has long hair. But like, if you like, you see shots of his chest. And we're going to talk about that later. He is not that Harry of a dude. No, he's definitely not. Mm, but he is delicious anyway he is and that's why we're serving him up and so much more here on the divas dish podcast Whew, i might need a little cooling off session here first and foremost monday night was the met gala and the theme was the gilded age and there were some celebrities who took it to the next level and there are some people that didn't understand the assignment oh yeah some people failed miserably Okay, first of all, everyone is talking about Blake Lively's dress. Do you know the intention behind why her dress faded from one color to another, to another, to another? I don't know why actually it faded. I know it had some different nods to some different New York elements, but I don't know about mm -hmm. the color. It did. Well, if you think about one of the greatest icons of New York City inside the harbor, which was a gift from our French allies, the Statue of Liberty. It originally started out with that bronze and over time with everything wearing it down from the salt, the the air, the seawater, this, that, and the other, it turned green. So that's why it has the cascading colors all the way down to the green at the end. Oh, that makes so much sense. I didn't Isn't even think about it. Genius. It's like a history lesson right inside of a dress. How brilliant is that? She's fantastic. She's so smart. She's, oh, <laughs> I think she's one of the smartest people in the world. Look who she's married to. Oh, my gosh. Right. Oh, right. He looks oh equally gosh. as delicious in his brown velvet. I know. That was, the, I said something about Blake Lively. And you're like, and Ryan had on a brown velvet tux. Wasn't that gorgeous? They appear to have stepped out of the pages of 1890. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. They 100% understood the assignment. They got an A+. I was obsessed with both of their looks. I think that they got honors AP credit on that. Oh, definitely. Wow. And taught a little lesson. See, you learned something here too. Yep. Who knew that fashion could teach? And we're going to speak about a fashion icon that showed up that we've been missing for quite some time. However, who else do you think made the grade? Who was at the top of the class and who was just kind of 
coasting along in the back of the classroom. See, I have a really surprising top look. One of my absolute favorites was Megan the Stallion. And if you don't know who Megan the Stallion is, she is a rapper. Most of her stuff is super inappropriate. And I really thought that she captured the theme, the Gilded Age. She looked beautiful in gold. Um, so she's my surprise, my surprise top three. Very surprising that you would go with that. But you know what? I understand. So she's in your top three. So go ahead and break it down from three to one. Tell me who, who that is in that order. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think she, Megan the Stallion would probably be the third and then top two. That's going to be, I don't know. I really liked Kate Hudson's dress and I, she's a recent entry because I did not notice her at all. I didn't see her on any social media. I didn't even know she was there until I was just scrolling a few minutes ago when we were looking up dresses and it, her and Lady Gaga came across and her white dress was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And beautiful. so they, she should have more light shone on her because it is beautiful. She looks great. And of course my number one, I think she stole the show Blake Lively. <laughs> Definitely. I like Blake Lively's. I love hers, but everyone was giving her so much attention. I went with another three and my top one would surprise a lot of people because, you know, usually I always make jokes about her, but she definitely understood the assignment. We'll get to her in a second. And there was one I was like, hey, have you seen have you seen this one? Have you seen this one? Um, and you're like, I I'm not sure. And it's Layla Anthony. She's number three for me. Everything about that. She is a curvy girl. So she understands how to embrace and dress appropriately for those curves. So Layla Anthony wore Laquan Smith and she looked fabulous. She even had a fascinator on and we're going to talk about fascinators because we're coming up on Derby weekend this weekend, but she looked fantastic because she's got a little bit of the tummy showing, not full on belly button, but it's just enough peekaboo to have some interest, but also to have a little bit of modesty, a little bit of tease, which is, you know, kind of a, something that they embraced during that age. So I, I think she definitely made the grade on this one. That is my number three. Number two, Vanessa Hudgens. Oh my yes. word. You know, on the magic page, we have a picture of her just standing very statuesque and looking beautiful in this black see-through outfit. However, if you go to the Vogue site, <laughs> I am quoting the Bible of Vogue now. Go to the Vogue homepage look for the Met Gala gallery and they show you the best dress. She is standing there and there's like the wind blown. It's just the perfect look and the detail of her dress just flowing in the breeze. Simply stunning. Total A plus on this one. A plus uh, that on one is one. gorgeous. Agreed for sure. Absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And my number one who embraced the whole gilded age of the ladies is none other than Cardi B. See, which is so surprising. I know. She is in Versace, baby. <laughs> I can just see. But she looked, I mean, I like her. Don't get me wrong. I like her. But she's not one of my go-to people that I mention all the time, right? But oh, anyway, yeah. she looked fantastic. She's in a gold dress, which is a color that looks horrible on me. But she was able to rock it because it had these gold coins on it. And I think because I am very obsessed with a lot of ancient Egypt, ancient Greece and Rome. And it's got that look to it. It's got the coins because that's how they adorn themselves. They wore coins like jewelry on some of their clothes, just as a little accent piece here or there. 
she embraced the whole Gilded Age. She looked fantastic. And that's on the Magic website if you can check that out. She is my number one. Yes, Blake Lively looked great. Everybody giving the love to Blake Lively. I thought Cardi B looked amazing. She was valedictorian this year in my book. She really did look good. And it was very shocking because normally she embraces <laughs> more of an eccentric style. And so the fact Are you that trying to say it was a shit show usually? I mean, <laughs> yes. In a classy radio way. In a classy, uh, were you trying to say it was a, um, a you know what show usually with her fashion uh, choices? Oh, yeah. Her fashion choices are normally very questionable. So it's very surprising. Both her and Megan Thee Stallion are this, you know, very similar when it comes to fashion. Mm -hmm. It's very surprising that we both we picked them for our top threes. All right. Are we missing something here? Was Nicki Minaj not at the Met Gala? Oh, no, she was there. I didn't she... see her outfit or should I say costume? So she had kind of a really weird, it was black. It was not very, I don't know, fit very well. I didn't, I didn't care for it oh. at all. Um, it had this weird black netting that almost made it look like dirt. Mm. And it was just weird. She had a baseball cap, which apparently is a thing because Kylie Jenner did it too. <gasps> I told you it's not good. It looks like she, she needed something to fix support. She needed yeah. some support. Yeah, it didn't come up far enough. The dress in and of itself could have been great. Wow. Yeah, see, here's the thing. I thought it was the full dress. Then there's a picture of her pulling back. It's black leather pants underneath. And then she's got the hat. And then yeah, the hat is brown. Why is it all it? Oh, honey, you it do never. You never mix black and brown. Come on, come on. I mean, I'm hoping we, it's the lighting, but yeah, it looks brown. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> We could not have the trifecta because that would mean Armageddon is just around the corner because we cannot have the trifecta of you liking Megan Thee Stallion, me liking Cardi B, and us both liking Nicki Minaj's outfit. We couldn't have it. No. Yeah, that you can't have it all. And what's up with that buckle? Did she borrow that from Santa Claus? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't like it. It's weird. I don't like the netting. I feel like a lot of people's dresses could have been fabulous if you had just left them alone yes like yes. and not tried to accessorize it with crazy stuff yeah and the baseball hat thing i'm not getting not getting at all no yes. no, no, no and the veils there were a lot of veils which i get i guess it kind of does go with the theme but not when you put the veil on a baseball hat just saying no 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 she did not make it she it's i'm not even want to say it was bad it's just whoever her stylist was should have fixed that problem. Yes, in the Gilded Age, there was a lot of stuff covered up, but the bosoms were accented, but they weren't out there. And there was someone who usually, you know, is kind of covered up, but that she decided it's Gilded Age. I'm going with gold and gold nipple shields. Tell us about that one. Oh, yeah. Cara Delevingne decided that she was going to use her red carpet appearance as more of a platform for the free the nipple campaign and she decided that she was going to wear a jacket and then do a big reveal so when she took off her red leather jacket she was painted in gold and had gold nipple pasties that was all she had on yes exactly yeah. it's like free the nipple i get that I, I breastfed both of my children i totally get that but by doing this first of all you're put this gold paint on your body which is not healthy for your skin because if you look back in the history 
of The Wizard of Oz, Buddy Ebsen was supposed to play the Tin Man. Did you know that? No, I did not. He had to pull out of the production because he had allergic reaction and nearly died from the silver paint on his body because your skin is like your largest organ and it's supposed to breathe. I'm not big on the body paint, especially these people that paint themselves head to toe. Oh, no. Yeah, I can't do that. Has no one ever seen Goldfinger? Because the bad guy painted one of 007's girlfriends up in gold completely while she was knocked out, even down to her feet so her skin could not breathe from the gold paint. And she suffocated because her skin could not breathe from the gold paint. See? See? And so it's like if you're trying to make a statement about free the nipple campaign, why would you cover up your whole body in toxins, especially if you're delivering nourishment to your child through your body? Yeah, and I I don't know. I don't even think for her, there's no way that was part of it. She doesn't have any children. Yes, okay. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe she's I, just trying and to I help. Think, yeah, and I think it's like someone that's trying to help and trying to bring awareness to something. But that's also something that if you've ever done it or made one choice one way or the other for it, and everybody has their reasons why that, you know, for and against it, that yes, you can make an informed decision and you can make a statement about it if, 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 if you've actually been there. Yes, I feel like she just kind of got on the board with Miley Cyrus and was like, oh, no. I just really want to walk around naked. Don't we all? But we don't. Because right. <laughs> we also know there are cameras everywhere. As and should they. <laughs> as should they. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay. Hey, we're still talking about it three days post it. And it's going to go on forever on the podcast. So there it is. Okay. So those are the three that I like, three that you liked. Let's go to the three that we thought, oh my Lord, what were they thinking? We've kind of mentioned Nicki Minaj. We both kind of just threw some shade on that. But there are three that I hated. I know you and I agree on one of them. So I feel like my my top three, mine aren't necessarily like horrible. I feel like they, at least these people still technically embrace the theme. And most, if not all three of them were actually praised by several different sites for embracing the theme. I just didn't particularly care for them. I did not like Gigi Hadid's look at all. It was like full red leather with this really giant puffy red ski jacket. It but it's a cape. It was it. like it's a ski jacket with a train. And yeah. I have so many questions. How is the puffy ski jacket part of the Gilded Age? How does that even go in the theme? I have I have no idea. See, I just did not care for it. I was not a fan. It probably would have been okay had she not had on that giant ugly jacket. Her sister My, looked fabulous. Yes, Bella looked great. She she did not. She should have asked someone else to help her because it was yeah. not good. They should have shared stylus that night. <laughs> yes. My my number two, not a fan. Um, I didn't like Billie Eilish's look at all. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly probably due to the fact that she does not know how to pose on the red carpet. So all the pictures are horrendous. And like but her I, squatting down. It's it's like she's in a sorority picture pose. Exactly. Yeah, what she's it's doing. weird. Yeah. She has like the dress in and of itself is not that bad, but then the, it has like lace mint green sleeves and like a big flower in the front. And then she wore this like black, like dominatrix looking choker. Uh-huh. I, it was just, yeah, it was all very, very odd for me. I, I okay. didn't care for it. All right, hold off before you go to number one. My number two, Erica Badu. I love her music. I love her in some of the films she pops up in because she's been in quite a few films. It's hilarious if you've ever seen her 
um, I think it's like Think Like a Man that she's in that um, maybe that's Think Like a Man where she plays this psychic reading these cards and she's just so out there. She's hilarious. Okay. But um, Erica Badu, what the heck? It was Gilded Age. It was not Pippi Longstocking. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Hers was awful. That patchwork. Like, it was why? awful. It was awful. I love Erica Badu and I want to embrace everything that she does with her music, but her fashion. I got a question. I got a question and I've got to question all these years if a stylist wouldn't just grab her to the side and say, honey, I know you've got this thing going on, but just for this one event, can't we just, I don't know, Eliza do little you up a little bit. Can't we just this one event, just one event. I mean, anything would have helped. Yeah, that was bad. So Erica Badu was bad. She didn't. I, I don't even think she was there the day they handed out the assignment. No, yeah, she she missed the assignment altogether. Erica, ba Erica Badu was my number three, okay? So number two, you did your number two, correct? Yep. Okay, I had to remember here. My number two was not one of the ladies. It was one of the men who I love. I love watching his films. He plays this brooding bad boy, or he always plays the sweet guy with a little bit of an edge. I'm talking about Sebastian Stan. And oh. I'm thinking if you have not seen his outfit head to toe, bright, bright pink. I'm thinking he didn't have a stylist. He had the people from Pepto-Bismo say, hey, can you wear this outfit? Trust me, everyone's going to love it. I don't even know how that even goes into the Gilded Age. What? No. Yeah, he looked disgusting. He looked like a child dressed him. It, it was everything was too big on him. He looked like he was playing dress up in his big sister's closet and he had pink tennis shoes on and then the pants were too big and the jacket was too big. He looked like he just didn't want to be there, you know, like on Easter Sunday morning where the little kids don't want to be in church and don't want to be dressed up. That's what Sebastian Stan looked like. Yep, I agree. He he missed the mark 100% oh, for me. Oh, honey, God bless. I hope someone got him a half-price Easter bunny to eat. I don't know. Seriously. <laughs> so that's my number two and my number three. You ready? On the count of three, let's both say number one for us. And this is shocking because you know what? Maybe this is the trifecta leading to the Armageddon here because you like Megan Thee Stallion's outfit. I like Cardi B's outfit. But there was one outfit of someone that we love no matter what. The outfit was horrific. It wasn't even horrible. It wasn't even ugly. It was horrific. Ready? On the count of three. One, yep. two, three. Lizzo. Lizzo. <laughs> oh my gosh. We love Lizzo. We even intro with Lizzo. But that outfit, girl, somebody asked her on, uh, what'd you say, on Instagram? Yep, on her Instagram, somebody came for her and commented like, ew, what is, what is Lizzo wearing? And she commented back, couture, baby, it's couture. And mm. I'm like, yes, it probably is couture, but it just, mm, it was not flattering at all. No, 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 no. First of all, she's a curvy girl. We we get that. We embrace her. We applaud her for being body positive. However, to be body positive, you should not wear something that doesn't flatter. It did not flatter whatsoever. What it reminded me of, back in college, I was in comedy of eras. And the beautiful thing about Shakespeare is you can set it pretty much in any time and it will play. So we did Comedy of Errors. I was the courtesan, and it was set in a 1920s, 1930s wharf town. I was the courtesan. I pretty much had on tap pants, kitten heels, fishnet stockings, a bustier, and an oversized velvet coat. Sound familiar to you, Elise? Yeah, oh my it God. sounds a little familiar. 
This sounds very familiar. And when I saw Lizzo in that outfit, I was like, oh my God. Because let me tell you what happened on stage one night of the two-week run of Comedy of Errors. I'm doing my lines, blah, blah, blah. I also have a soliloquy coming up. Thank God this didn't happen when I was on, the, on stage by myself doing this whole soliloquy. I looked down and the bustier and part of my boob had popped out on stage. So the very first time Clemson players ever in the Brooks Theater had a boob pop out on stage, not intentionally, was me. I had to grab one of the scene partners on stage with me to cover up and tuck. So yes, when I see, I'm, I'm a little bit triggered by seeing Lizzo in that outfit. I love Lizzo, but I do not want to be reminded of college me and the time my boob popped out on stage. No, no one wants to be reminded <laughs> of that. I have a picture of that. And so the best of is going to have the picture up because, you know, we have the cameras off with, because let's just say we both had a uh, Zoom meeting with our whole staff and we thought it was at 11 o'clock. It was at 1030. I just got through washing my face. So the front of my shirt was completely soaked. Elise texts me. She goes, oh, I thought it was 11 o'clock. Our meeting's starting right now. So I'm jumping on. And I look like a baby who just sped up on themselves. <laughs> Hey, that's okay. We were there. That's where we the, were there. Some people. And my cat Johnny Bear was there too because he's sitting on the sofa table right behind me, looking at the screen and watching everybody. And it's what's so funny is Johnny is one of the rescue cats that I got a long time ago that I nursed back to health. There were little tiny things that could sit in the palm of your hand. I used to take them to the station every day. They'd sit up on the board and everybody from the sales office to other promotions office, as well as the other um, on air people from the different stations would come by and play with them. And now here's Johnny, like 18 times the size he was the last time they saw him because mm -hmm. Johnny, um, he put on some weight during COVID. Let's just say that. <laughs> it's okay, Johnny. We all did. We all did. We all got a little bit more fluffier, a little more self-aware, a little more taking up our own space, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so he was so funny. He was just so stoically sat behind you, like all sat like up straight. He was, was like my, my henchman. <laughs> I kept looking at the camera, looking back at him. And then I look at my other cat just laying there like bored to tears. And I posted him on Instagram. <laughs> I love it. I was I so it. distracted by Johnny and his fabulousness. Oh, he is fabulous. He is fabulous. And you got to come visit and hang out with him a couple of weeks ago. So that was huge for him. Oh, He's yeah. like, I know her. I know her. <laughs> he did. They both ran to me. They remembered. They know, Elise, they know good people. And let's talk about good people. And we talked about the Met. We talked about the fashion. Someone showed back up on the red carpet that had not been there for a long time. I'm not talking physically there for a long time. I'm talking aesthetically there for a long time. We saw Sarah Jessica Parker step out on that red carpet. And we didn't see Sarah Jessica Parker. We saw Carrie Bradshaw. Oh, she was 1,000% serving Carrie Bradshaw on her wedding day to big vibes. It was, oh my it was gosh. amazing. Which, by the way, what was the gown that she wore? Oh, no, for when she was married. Forget about the Met Gala. What was the gown that she was wearing that she was given by the designer? In wasn't um, it wasn't it Vivian Westwood? Mm -hmm, it was. <laughs> All right, perfect. I thought so. And it wasn't a flower. It was a bird in her hair. But she it always was. embraced the flower somehow in her accent. And I ask you, as soon as she got, I'm getting so many Carrie Bradshaw vibes from this picture because you were sending it to me as they were coming down the red carpet. And I wrote back, where the heck was this lady when we had to watch that abomination of eight episodes of whatever that was and they've renewed it for another season? 
Where was this Carrie Bradshaw? Where was this Carrie? I ask you because she's right there at the Met tonight. Yep. She still exists. So we can only just pray that Sarah Jessica Parker will channel this same energy into the godforsaken second season that is about to come of and just like that. We when can just hope. release that. When, I'm just wondering how much wine I need to order ahead of time. Oh, yeah. Surely we have a lot of a lot of time because, you know, she's still doing Broadway with her husband, Matthew Broderick. The other girls are off doing various projects. So surely we've got like, I don't know, a year to prepare. Speaking, speaking of the other girls off doing another project, The Gilded Age, that is what Miranda Hobbs slash Cynthia Nixon's in. Yep. So there you go. Nice little tie in. And just because we need to tie in a fashion icon, someone that's got a new album dropping on the 20th, he had tongues dropping yesterday as the trailer for his new film. Don't worry, darling, just dropped and we've got it up on the website. Elise, would you like to give your synopsis of just the trailer that we saw? Because I feel like it was a religious experience watching that trailer. Oh, I cannot wait for this movie. I I love Harry Styles. I have a younger sister-in-law that came up in the One Direction era. So I got to relive that. And so we saw One Direction live. I've seen Harry Styles in in person. um, And he's just phenomenal. I cannot repeat the exact words that I used when I saw this for the first time. (laughs) Because even those are inappropriate for this podcast. But oh I man, love, this I mm, this trailer. I'm just gonna go say if you are over a certain age and you can handle being over a certain age and watching something as a piece of art maturely and without getting offended over everything, let's just say when you watch this, you will understand the phrase dinner is served. Oh, yes. <laughs> I cannot wait to watch this movie. I'm going to go. This is one you have to watch in theaters. I mean, you need that big screen. You don't want to watch it at home. You won't get too far if you're watching it with someone else, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I want to watch Harry Styles and his gloriousness all up on that big screen. I can't mm. wait. I'm sad, though, that we have to wait till September. I kind of thought it was a summer release, but it's not. It's the end of September, and I'm sad. But just think, we've got so many good things coming in September. We've got our cruise. We do. My birthday celebration cruise. And then we've also got Elton John coming to Charlotte. So there's that. And there was something else we we talked about doing in uh, September. Now, our friend Ellen said that she's going to Sedona on this little retreat in September. Maybe we could just pencil that one in too for us. And it'll be like the September to remember. Because you know how the car companies do the December to remember. We could call it the September to remember. Oh, no. I want to go with Jody from Murphy, Sam and Jody. She found out the other day that Murphy has planned a birthday trip for her in September. She is going to Las Vegas to see Aerosmith. Sweet. Awesome. Sweet emotions there. See, my mother-in-law is also taking that trip in September, but she's leaving me behind. Uh, I don't get to go on that one. So I'm so sad. I'm just joining with Jody. Oh, exactly. We can just do that because, you know, Dave hasn't quite completely freaked out. Our boss, Super Dave, is not completely freaked out over the fact that you and I both will be in the Caribbean at the same time. He has not thought it all the way through. He's like, oh, this is September. I'll worry about that later. And come (laughs) August, he's going to have a just a royal meltdown. He's going to get one of the sports dorks from down the way at the fan to work for us. (laughs) Oh, absolutely not. 
Could you imagine? Could you imagine them on air? I mean, no disrespect to Rob and Mark and Diesel, but they're sports dorks, okay? It's very different. It's a different vibe. It's a total different vibe. You know who probably could do it? I was I just threw out his name. Who could do it because he has been on the Divas Dish podcast with us before, Diesel. Yeah, Diesel probably could do it. He's also used to the planet. So like he is used to introducing songs and stuff like that. So I mean, he could do it, but we would lose all credibility of being a family friendly station. <laughs> That's why you get so scared when I mention, hey, we're going to bring Diesel back on the Diva Stitch podcast. And I've got an announcement on the next podcast to make about an additional podcast that I will be doing with Diesel. You'll be a part of it too, but you're afraid to have your name on it, aren't you, Miss Mayo? I'm a little afraid that it's going to be like not suitable for work. Like it's it's going to be inappropriate. There's no well, it, way it can't be. It's kind of like a look at life between through a woman's eyes and through a man's eyes. And they're totally different. They are totally different, my friend. So. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to fully announce that one. I cannot either. We are so excited. We're so excited to get the logos made and getting the press on it. And, you know, of course, getting legal involved. <laughs> Oh, getting legal involved directly. Like you need exactly. a direct line. We have to have the bat line, like the legal line to Odyssey Legal. However, it's pretty funny because most of the time legal gets called in to clean up a mess. When Diesel and I said, hey, this is what we're going to do. Legal got called ahead of time just to be on the forefront. It's like a, a vaccine, you know. <laughs> it's really it's a, probably smart. It's probably smart. We need to come up with a name for it. Like not the COVID vaccine, maybe the, oh my gosh, those two again vaccine. Seriously. <laughs> and I blame the company because a few years ago, our former engineer thought it was a great idea to put us both in the same office. And that's where Diesel and I began to bond. And it's this weird, just pissy, snippy, brother-sister type bond that Everybody else just kind of gets bowled over when we're around each other. So I love it. I love it. And you're like that around Diesel, too, because you work so many different assignments with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have our our remotes that we used to do together. We've, we go way back. Way back. Awesome. All right. Perfect. Well, we are the Divas Dish Podcast. You can always find us on the Odyssey app. Also streaming live at... We are always streaming live on our website, magic989.com. And wherever you get your podcast, well, we are the Divas Dish. Thank you for listening. And we want to give a shout out to our listeners. We have listeners in Bath, England. We have listeners in India. Where else were some of the really like odd ones? The ones in Seattle that listen to us all the time. Washington State. Um, we I think did. we have some in Idaho. Like, we have them like all the way across the United States, which is, it's super cool. And so if you are a listener, make sure you like the Divas Dish podcast on Facebook. Shoot us a message. Let us know where you're listening from. Even shoot us like a little video and tell us what you're up to and what you like most about the Divas Dish and what you'd like to see us feature. And you know what? We bring on guest divas. So who knows? Maybe we'll invite you in for another episode. Never oh know. yeah. You just never know. Never know. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. An Odyssey Station. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 